Παρακαλώ. 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 Ευχαριστώ. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Zebra Lounge podcast, your favorite podcast on the podcast network. Yeah, my name's Marty. And I'm Stripes. And we say hello to you from Athens, Greece. I believe this podcast is number... 16? Well, let's do the math. Eight months in a year, two podcasts a month. I would make this number 16. Wow. And can you believe that there will be 24 podcasts already at number 16? The fun is now halfway over. Wow. We're over halfway. We're in the uh, second half. And we're thankful to you, the listener, for listening. We're thankful to those of you who not only listen, but leave comments, send us emails. Thank you to Oom Steve, who uh, said he was listening, and we appreciate you. Thank you to ever faithful Joe Devitt. Shout out to Mrs. G. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we appreciate all of our, our listeners, and we're thankful that you do listen, although this was simply just a New Year's resolution for us. We're glad that some people have jumped on board and given us feedback and enjoyed these. And so, as mentioned, we're um, bringing you this podcast all the way from Athens, Greece. And if you have not listened to last week's podcast, we did give a little bit of background on um, some maybe differences or like entering a new culture kind of thing. And so... So it's important to be curious whenever you enter into a new culture. Curiosity is the friend of the traveler. And if you're not curious, you're not going to enjoy people, places, or new cultures. And so you have to be willing to ask questions. Be curious. Ask why. And so we've had a lot of these encounters over the last number of weeks. I think we already mentioned the fact that Greeks do not like to flush their toilet paper down the toilet. That's a new learning for us. And we ask why. And it's because their pipes are only two inches wide. Whereas most North American plumbing in a house, in a building, is about four inches wide, nearly double the width. And so there's a lot of clogs happening in the Greek pipe systems. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to add to the clogging, so you don't put your paper in the toilet. You put your paper in a bin. Yeah. It sounds kind of gross at first, but I guess we're getting used to it. Mm -hmm. Somewhat. But um, another thing that comes along with kind of a new culture is... Um, just the things that you have to keep your eyes open for. For example, when we were in Kenya, we kind of knew the ins and outs of what was going on, um, the kinds of things that you're going to come across. And so as we've spent, I think about now, coming up on three weeks here, we've started to see some of those things and kind of discover some of the things that are going on um, that usually are hidden behind the tourist sides, you can't really see through that. Yeah, when you're a newcomer to a new culture, you don't know what is happening and you have to pay attention, you have to observe, and you have to be aware. And so we are just starting to build some awareness of some things that happened here. We had the full awareness of things that were happening in Kenya, but it's a whole new world here. Mm -hmm. And so um, what we've done for this uh, podcast episode is Throughout our time here so far, we have discovered, um, seen with our eyes, but also in some cases experienced a few things. And so we have put together or come up with three of these scams 
that you're going to find in Athens, Greece. I'm sure there are many more. And things like this happen all over the world. All over the world. They don't yeah. just happen in Athens. We've seen them happen in other places. Um, so yeah, like we were walking the other day and we were walking through this square and we saw some, what we thought at first were Kenyan brothers. And so we were excited. We have our Kenyan wristbands on and they were handing out wristbands mm -hmm. and they were smiling and they were friendly and they spoke English. Mm -hmm. So we were excited. And so why don't you pick up from where I just left off? Well, we, um, of course, said hello, you're friendly with them. They're extremely, extremely friendly to us. Um, like best friend friendly. Yeah, they kind of chat you up. Hey, where are you from, brother? Where are you from? And uh, we say, well, we just came from Kenya. And um, at first they oh, don't they actually... Oh, they love that when they, you say that. Right? They don't quite believe you, though. No. Not necessarily, but... Um, yeah, they'll say, oh yeah, I also have some friends from there. My brother over here, he's also living there, or he's traveled there. So they really, they really make that connection with you. They kind of form a bond mm -hmm. with you yeah. over these two minutes that you're talking. And then you're walking away. Maybe you've kind of said, okay, I'll, you want to get on with your life, keep going. And they'll call you back. What do they say? Like, like they've missed something that they forgot or yeah. they're just, oh, one more thing, by the way, it's not really the main point of why I was being nice to you, but uh, would you like uh, this beaded bracelet? I want to give you a gift. I want God's blessing on you. And would you be willing to take this uh, gift from me? Uh, could you wear this bracelet? And of course, calling it a gift, you assume, well, gifts are free. Yeah. So, That's our definition, right? Gift I would is free, assume free so. gift, right? And so they take your wrist and they put this bracelet on you. And you're like, oh, wow, that's pretty kind. Someone giving me a free bracelet all the way from wherever they say it's from. And so you walk away with this bracelet on your wrist. Yeah, and just before you're about to completely walk away and get, it, uh, get on with things, they actually then mention, uh, by the way, uh, maybe you could help a brother out and make a donation for the uh, the cost of the bracelet. So suddenly you've moved from now having a relationship with a African friend to now being in a bit of a transaction mode where you're actually now being asked for money when at first it was just something nice. And so now it's you've got something on your wrist and you don't know what to do with it. It's kind of complicated to get it off, especially with one hand. And you don't really you feel a bit awkward. And it's, yeah, you're definitely uncomfortable because they've just given you a quote unquote gift. And now they're saying, hey, do you think you could help me out? Kind of like, hey, I gave you something. Now it's your turn to share the love. Yeah. And so, what, what, what do you remember them saying when you kind of just said no thanks? Do they, do they stop? No, they don't just, they don't say, okay, no worries. Yeah. What they do, and I've seen in some cases it get a little bit aggressive maybe, they'll actually grab your wrist and rip this thing off of your wrist and just want nothing to do with you. Almost like an attack now. Yeah. Like it's like they all of a sudden something clicks and like their attitude towards being so friendly to you has all of a sudden switched and they get their bracelet back therefore not really giving you a gift. And they just are angry and they'll walk off. Yeah, so that doesn't leave you with a very good feeling. And so now when we encounter these people, we see them quite often. Now, you know, it's kind of like when you see a car 
with one headlight and you have a car with one headlight, you see cars with one headlights everywhere. Once you've encountered this tactic or this scam, you start to see these people everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and so maybe it's the people with the bracelets or maybe you've seen the lady with the flower. It's the same deal, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a nice beautiful flower. I want to give this to you. Very friendly, but they are manipulating you and then trying to sell you something. And they're using that connection of friendship and friendliness to get what they want out right. of you. So right. they don't have any intention of actually being your friend or actually caring about you as a person. What they want is your money. Basically. Show me the money. Yeah, so that's one. Uh, the second one that we've had happen even within this last week, would you believe it, is Marina and I were walking along a what they call a pedestrian-only street, and there was a little boy, probably about 12, 13 years old, and he was busy playing accordion, he was doing his best, and he was looking at us with kind of sad brown eyes as we approached him. And then, all of a sudden, we hear this noise underneath our feet, like something rolling and clicking and clinking and money scattering. And we looked down, and his little clear plastic container Marina had kicked it inadvertently and spread the money that he had in that plastic clear bucket all over the place. And keep in mind that you see buskers around Athens playing an instrument, making money. All the time, everywhere. All the time. So, it's, so he fits in. It's not yeah, weird that he's playing in. music. It's weird that he's got a clear plastic container that you don't even see and that you kick it and then spread the money everywhere. That's the weird part. And so after that happened, Marina felt so bad. Okay. Marina felt guilty. She felt like she wanted to give him something. And I said, no, 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 let's just help him find his money. He's looking at us. He's, we tell him we don't speak Greek. He doesn't speak English. And so there's, again, an awkwardness between us. And Marina is wanting to reach into her purse to just make sure that we cover some of his lost money because we think he's lost money. And she's even wanting to help him by painting his container. She's trying to think, how could we help this guy? Let's paint his container with red so that other people in the future don't kick it like we just did. And here's the funny thing about that. Well, we came back and we told you about it. Yeah, so um, they came back, they kind of told me this story. And I had just recently, just out of curiosity, watched a video on some of the scams that you might find in Athens, Greece. And I said, no way that just happened to you. Because one of the scams that I saw in my video is these little boys that will play their accordions, put a clear plastic cup at their feet with a a couple coins at it, and it's invisible, basically, to to a pedestrian walking down the road. It was completely invisible to us. We had no idea. And they'll actually, they'll put it just at their shoe. And if you, as the pedestrian walking by, come close enough, they'll slide it out in front of you and you will kick that cup over. And so if you were to hang around that area for a little bit of time, You'd actually find that his cup gets like kicked over ten times within an hour because he's purposely doing that. He purposely uses a small invisible cup because he's relying on your good conscience that you will help him out. Yeah, so he's playing on human nature to get money. So he's turning some kind of human connection and turning it into a transaction again. And what happens if he wants to kick it up a notch? Not just you knock his cup over, but if he wants to really take it up a notch, what does he do? Um, I would say that he would uh, 
well, what I actually saw in the video was that he would put his cup very close to a drainage kind of area, you know, where you got the grills along the side yeah, yeah, of the road. Yeah. And he would put his cup next to that so that when you kick it, those coins might scatter all over the place. Including, where would some of the coins go? Fall down the drain. And then you really feel bad because so, you can't... Yeah, you look down that drain and you see, oh my goodness, I've just kicked his coins into this drain. And they actually do this purposely because at the end of the day, they have full access to opening that up and getting them out. But you don't know that as someone who's just walking down that road. And so they're, again, playing on that um, just human nature mentality of, oh, I've messed someone else up, let me help them out. And he does this however many times a day. Some people say they make at least 100 euros a day. Wow, can you imagine? And so... I don't know, that just doesn't sit right with me, Marty. No, uh, I would agree with you, Stripes, and that's some of the evil that is lurking in major cities all over the world, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And so because we're kind of got our radar right now looking for scammers, uh, we, we've kind of talked about this. And in addition to pickpockets, which we've heard a lot about in Athens, mm -hmm. how we've seen this happen. And I just want to say, even today when we were out walking, uh, Mom and I saw a person who came up to us and asked us to take their picture and it looked like she had just asked someone else so because we were thinking scams we said no we can't we can't do it we can't help you and then she proceeded to then ask someone else to take her picture and then we went and sat down and watched her and she does that same thing over and over again where she's asking several people to take her picture and has a conversation with them she sounded American to us which is weird uh, until we find out that uh, Son number two told us that there are people who put on fake American accents and ask people for a little bit of spare change so that they can get on the subway. They've lost their wallet or someone pickpocketed their wallet. They're not Americans, but they've learned to mimic the American accent. And then when you're taking the picture for them and they give the camera back, they say, oh, by the way, like, would you have a couple extra euros? I'm trying to get on the subway now and get home and I, my wallet's been pickpocketed. And so then they play on your feeling sorry for them and, and you give them a couple of euros cause and what, you what, feel somewhat connected to them because you're just taking a picture from, of them yeah you're both from the same area as well maybe you're, you're both American. tourists yeah. or you're both foreigners in a strange land so you want to help them out you understand pickpockets happen so again that just happened this morning and so you, it really sucks that it kind of like after experiencing all those things you're less likely to actually be kind to people maybe someone really needs or wants a picture to be taken of them. They could legitimately want it. And they just don't have a tripod or an extra person in their family and they'd like to get a nice photo. And it just, it doesn't work because now you're just suspicious of everyone that mm -hmm. you come across. Mm -hmm. So the third one, that's the second one, you know, the, the, mm -hmm. the whole guy with the plastic cup. The third one that we have actually seen is really quite interesting. We, again, watched some people they looked like gypsies nothing against gypsies the people group okay but we watched these gypsies in a very famous near a very famous tourist site that we'll, we'll leave unnamed just know that it happened because we watched it and they were playing the find the ball game you know you have three cups you pop a ball under one of the cups you move the cups around quickly and then you have to tell them where the ball is and Remember this that? is yeah this is a pretty well-known game i wouldn't say it's always a scam it's just even i would do this at home for fun maybe with my siblings right 
And so... Except you would actually have a ball under one of the cups. Yeah, so that's the thing. You walk by this and you see someone give him 100 euros, which is quite a bit of money. You see him give him 100 euros. Right. He'll uh, lift the cup up. They're right. They get double their money. So I'm walking by this and I tap my mom on the shoulder and go, what are we doing? We could make so much money. It's so easy. It sounds so easy and so... Let's go do this. Why aren't we doing this? And then um we said no we said we're not going to do it we're going to watch and yeah. see what happens and so as you're watching the find the ball where's the ball there's a crowd that grows and in that crowd are his accomplices and so the accomplices that are working with the person who's trying to hide the ball they are actually ones who make a bet and win mm-hmm. so that the money stays in the family in the family and, and then an unsuspecting tourist like us or mm-hmm. a foreigner comes, puts down a legitimate 50 euros or 20 euros or whatever you want to bet. And then the ball is actually never put under one of the cups, but he squeezes it quickly as he use sleight of hand, squeeze it quickly. You think it's going under that cup. It never actually goes in there. He moves the balls around and then you pick any cup because there's no balls under them and you're never going to get it. Then when he goes to show you the cup that the balls under in finger quotes he puts it from his closed hand and pops it up into the cup and there it is so it's a very soft ball that can be like it's the magician's ball that can be squeezed down that's right into basically your two fingers it's like a soft red foam ball that can be squeezed and another thing to notice is these people are very smart about the way they do it because um every person who's in on this trick is all dressed very differently. So you've got someone who maybe looks like they've just gone on a run. They're maybe in like some workout clothes. Another person within this group is like a businesswoman or man who's dressed very sharply. So they they mix up the way they dress so it looks like a legitimate crowd. You wouldn't tell that they're together at all if you didn't do what we did and just sit there and watch for a little bit. And yeah. so you're getting scammed. You're getting scammed. It's an obvious trick, but again, people are assuming honesty mm-hmm. on the part of these games, and they're not honest. And so, if they were honest, well, there would be legitimate money to be made and to be lost. But it's all orchestrated, all behind the scenes, carefully, and people are losing enormous amounts of money. Uh, I guess they're tourists, so they don't mind, or they're travelers from other lands, they have money. Fortunately, we haven't seen that anywhere so far in Athens, but it is a real game. Mm-hmm. So what do we learn from this? Well, that as time goes on, it takes a little bit of time to kind of figure out an area. And so as people coming fresh off a plane, you might not suspect anything. But I think kind of the moral of the story is to keep your eyes open. You shouldn't uh, stress out about things like this, I don't think. And you don't want to become cynical. Mm-hmm. and say everybody is yeah. like that because not everybody is. It's just certain scenarios that you just have to watch out for. So you don't have to second guess everyone in a new area, anything like that, but just maintain awareness in new areas that you might not know about. And another thing you can do is talk to locals that you're comfortable with, that you trust, yep. because they're going to give you honest answers. and. Um, They know the ins and outs of the culture already. And the people and the places to watch out for. And so we've been warned a lot about pickpockets. We haven't been yet pickpocketed. But we 
them a warning. So we're we're looking out for them. Mm-hmm. So we hope that uh, if you're ever traveling and you're ever in cities around the world, that you will just be aware and that you will have your spidey senses tingle when you meet someone who is not what they are actually portraying portraying themselves to be, right? So yeah, you need to be ever diligent. It can be tiring after a while though, right? Mm -hmm. But it takes time in a new culture to figure out who's who and who isn't. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, so thanks for listening to this episode number 16. As always, we hope that you will review previous episodes. There's a lot of good content available on the Zebra Lounge podcast archive. Yeah, and you can find all of those on, um, I believe the website is Anchor FM slash The Zebra Lounge, or also on Spotify. Maybe some of you are listening there. So thank you for being consistent listeners. If you are, if you're new, go check out some of the old episodes. I'm Stripes. I'm Marty. And this is The Zebra Lounge. Hope for the best. Plan for the worst.